And that was another great song off of Chances from Miss Jazz and a wonderful singer-songwriter out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Her CD is called Chances, and we've been playing it here for the past few months and uh, varying up the selections off the album. And today's a really great day because we have on the other line Miss Jazz all the way from Cincinnati. How are you doing, Miss Jazz? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing great, and... uh, Finally glad to, to hear your voice and talk to you after uh, playing the record for, for uh, quite a while over the past few months. Yeah, it is good to get together finally. So you were um, putting this album together. There's, there's quite a story with uh, how you came about to this record. And uh, you're working with Carrie Smurf Jordan. And uh, let, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about how, how Chances came around? Well, Chances is a CD basically about chances. Um, it's sort of a reflection of a lot of, of my life experiences. Um, if you listen to the songs on the CD, you'll find that each song deals with um, chances in love, be it chances on new love or chances on a second love, um, chances of heartbreak. And uh, there's a particular song on the CD um, written in memory of my mom who died during the project um, before it was even finished. And it's a song entitled It Couldn't Have Been More Than Yesterday. And um, it's about chances in personal relationships and family relationships and the pain that I felt when I lost my mom. I feel like life is a chance, and that's why uh, we titled the CD Chances. So, so when you're composing a song, which, it, which definitely has so much meaning towards your mom and everything like that, uh, how do you go about that, and what, what are the roadblocks, or did it flow easily for you? No, it didn't flow easily. Actually, the words came to me the day after she passed away. I was um, around the house here, and the words came, and I sat down, and I put the words on paper, and I called my bass player and musical director, uh, Terry Smurf Jordan, and I read the poem over the um, phone to him, and he said, there's a song here, and he immediately hung up the phone and called me two hours later with the song. But uh, recording it was a different thing. Um, took a lot of time in the studio because, of course, every time uh, we attempted it, the tears would flow, and uh, we took our time. There were a couple times the engineer thought we might want to redo it, but uh, Carrie decided to keep the emotion there in the song, and um, so there you have it. It's a song full of emotion, and um, and even now, I have a hard time listening to it sometimes. I tend to skip over it, but... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, when I listen to that, I, I could definitely feel... Uh the sincerity of it and, and the love for it. But I also think back to, you know, going to the church and just has that, that, that church feeling to it. And yes, it's a gospel yeah, feel. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, your, your CD, I wanted to ask you also about the, uh, the sequencing of the songs. I mean, you have some great R&B, jazz, and, and some classic standard uh, music that you give your own interpretation. How about sequencing the order of the songs? Any special thought into that? There was a lot of time spent on that, and I think it it was changed a couple times. Actually, that whole maneuver came from Carrie. Um, He felt that there was a certain way the song should flow. Um, You know, you start out with getting the listener's interest, and then you move on, um, and then you end it with a bang. And so that was all his idea. We moved him around, and I put my input into it, but uh, that was his idea, and I, I love the way it came out. Yeah, I think it's great. I was telling you that we had a listening party up in Montreal for the Miss Jazz CD chances, and people were really, really enjoying it. Yeah. 
I've been impressed and surprised at the same time on the reaction um, to the CD. It is my first CD out, and um, I- I'm constantly getting calls and emails from a lot of my friends, and I think a lot of my friends thought going into the studio I was merely going to go in and turn on a tape recorder and uh, right. and put it on a CD, and I get these calls like, wow, Miss Jazz, this is wonderful. So uh, it's been it's been well received, and uh, I really appreciate all the things that you and uh, G. DeSold are doing for the CD. Oh, and uh, we also should remind our listeners uh, the spelling: M. S. Period. Miss uh, Jazz J. A. Z. And uh, why don't you give our listeners um, the right way to to go to your website and where they can pick up the great chances? Um. The first site would be cdbaby.com. Uh, the CD is available for sale there, um, which has been doing well internationally with sales. Um, for more information on Miss Jazz, um, they can go to Damar Entertainment, and I will spell that D M A R Entertainment.com. You'll find a bio on Miss Jazz as well as a bio on Carrie Smurf Jordan, who is the bass player and musical director. And I'm asking everyone to listen and look for the new upcoming website, which will be MissJazz.com. That should be in place probably within the next couple weeks. So you have the the entertainment company with uh, a lot of things happening out in Cincinnati. And uh, why don't you talk about uh, with your music director, Carrie Smurf Jordan, and how, uh, you know, you worked on the CD together, but... uh, as your band director, how how did you meet him? Well, Carrie, I actually I met Carrie years ago. Um, we ended up working on the same job, and then I lost track of him for about ten years. I knew he was a bass player, but I didn't even realize how serious of a bass player he was until I ran into him again about five years ago. Um, Carrie was uh, traveling on the road, um, playing for Millie Jackson and her Facts of Life band for a couple years, and that's one reason I lost track of him. But he's an awesome musician. He's a writer. Um, he's written almost half the songs on the CD. And he's arranged um, all but one song on the CD. Um, he's, uh, as I said, a bass player, musical director. He's a songwriter and producer. He also produced the project. But uh, as I said, we were old friends for a while. And um, strangely enough, Carrie didn't even know I sang until about four years ago, because at the time when he met me, I was modeling and doing theater. So um, it was sort of a shock for both of us to find out that we were both the And he convinced me to go into the studio to do the project, and I put it in his hands. And I must say I was really, really pleased with the way it all came out. Well, we're going to listen to the kickoff song from Chances from Ms. Jazz, and uh, it's called Me Too. How about in the studio for this? Um, did you record this one, one of the first ones? or how? Actually, that was the first one. Oh, okay. <laughs> lucky guess. <laughs> so this is from Ms. Jazz, and uh, if you just tuned in, we will be playing this interview all through the weekend here on The Upper Room with Joe Kelly. So uh, stick around, and this is from Chances, Ms. Jazz. That's me too from the CD called Chances from Ms. Jazz, and she's my special guest today. And, um, you know, we were talking a little bit off air about y- your busy schedule, and it's always great for a, a song, a songwriter and, and vocalist and musicians to be busy, right? So uh, how, how are things out in your area for yourself? 
Um, for myself on the music scene, um, unfortunately, Cincinnati isn't the um, busiest town musically. Right. We've had a lot of artists that have really um, reached Grammy recognition from Cincinnati, but unfortunately they had to leave town to do that. And um, one of my favorites and um, one that everybody knows of um, right here from Cincinnati is Randy Crawford. Right. And sure. I remembered when she was doing the local scene back in the 70s. And, of course, Nancy Wilson's from this area and the Isley Brothers and a lot of them. Um, we're actually booking me, trying to book me um, more regionally than locally. Locally, I'm doing a lot of things as far as festivals. And I've got a show coming up, actually, the 29th of September that... We're expecting to be a really nice show. It's going to be at a local club, and um, I've got um, a really good, great, a great group of musicians that are going to be performing that night. Um, but we're looking at things outside the box, um, basically outside Cincinnati. And um, a friend of mine that books Marion Meadows is trying to actually hook me up with him for a holiday jazz tour. So, so that's definitely going to be great. I'd love to see you in uh, this area. Oh, we're going to try yeah. and get it up there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we have uh, performances in the studio as well, so if you can link up a concert here, you're welcome to stop by. So. Well, you know I can't yeah. come to Connecticut without stopping in to that, see you. That's true, right? <laughs> <laughs> can't hurt my feelings. So, no. <laughs> but but it, it just seems um, that the record's doing really well, and I, I know it's also been featured here on WVOF on Lady Best Show. Uh, she, she did a good uh, hour special on your record so that that's really nice that was so uh, wonderful for her to do yeah that. and uh you know i was driving around in my car hearing it so that w that was nice how about uh as an independent artist um this is your cd and you're not in with the uh the big label scene why don't you talk about some of the the benefits that have worked so far and some of the things that y you see as challenges still well, the biggest benefit of being an independent artist is the fact that you can um, retain control of your work. Um, one thing about an artist, we can be, um, as I say, sensitive about our music or whatever it is that we're artistic about. And being an independent artist, it allows me to create the way I want to create, to um, put a feel to a song the way I feel it, and to be able to market myself in the way that I want to market myself. And... Um, um, so that that is the benefit. The toughest part, of course, when you're an independent, you don't have the big majors and 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 the, the large companies walking you into the um, the commercial radio stations and putting you in the large venues and so forth. But um, I think if I had to do a trade off, I'd rather be independent and in control. And since we independent artists have wonderful people like you there at uh, the Upper Room with Joe Kelly. Um, we're able to get our music out. I think the Internet has changed things considerably. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's causing the majors some serious concern, but it's allowing our fans to now decide who they want to listen to right. instead of someone else telling them who they want to listen to. And um, I'm finding out as an independent um, artist that there's a huge market out there for my music. And um, even though the majors don't think so, they seem to really be um, into the young hip-hop artists right now. There's a lot of people out there still listening to the jazz and the adult contemporary, and, and they're hungry for the music. Yeah, and, and people growing up uh, you know, with that music are still willing to buy records. They just have to you know, have the avenue to hear it. So, uh, and stations like yours to right. listen to sure, it Sure, sure. Right. Why don't we go back a little bit about how you got into music? Because I'm pretty sure you have an interesting story on how you 
stepped up to the microphone. So <laughs> tell, tell us uh, where it all began for you musically. Well, actually, I started studying music um, privately with a vocal coach about 26 years ago, and I didn't really, I mean, I took it seriously enough that I loved singing, but um, I always feel that sometimes there's things that happen in our lives that um, change the direction that we're going into, and unfortunately, back in 95, I lost my husband to uh, a horrible disease, leukemia. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess for about two years after his death, I went to a real low, through a low point. And I have um, a brother in the St. Petersburg, Florida area who's also a musician. And one day he told me, he said, uh, you know, you really need to find something you're passionate about and you need to bury yourself in it. And the thing that we all came to was music. Um, so I came back home and I started Demar Entertainment, um, which is my, my label and my entertainment company, which under that label I manage, people like Carrie Smurf, uh, Jordan, and a couple other artists and producers and engineers. And I started out um, actually promoting two other artists, but I found that they had the talent, but they didn't have the heart. So I had to let that go. And then I ran into um, Carrie and Bobby, who was my drummer, and um, they heard a tape of me by accident one day and um, looked at me and said, wow, you're promoting everyone else. Why aren't you promoting yourself? And so they invited me to sit in with them in their band for a while, and uh, there's a funny story behind that. I started out by doing two songs, and it grew to three, it grew to four, and the next thing I knew I was doing the set. And uh, they told me one day it's time for us to back you up as an artist. And so music saved my life. Um, It brought me from a low to a high, and it's filled me up. I am very passionate about it, and... um, now I'm in it for the for the long haul. I love it. Uh, that's great. And Miss Jazz, her CD is called Chances, and we we definitely uh, invite our listeners to pick up this great CD. Uh, you can go to cdbaby.com and type in Miss Jazz M S dot J A Z or Demar Entertainment D M A R Entertainment dot com. And let's see. I know there's a significance um, about each picture picture you you are uh, taking on your album with the rose yes um any special reason the rose represents my mom um my mom was probably my biggest fan um she was the one that also started encouraging me a couple years ago to actually record and um she never got to hear any of the songs off of the cd and i feel that my mom is with me anyway so the rose represents my mom so everywhere you see a picture of me be it a cd cover a poster or whatever, um, that rose or rose petals will always be visible somewhere in that picture. And we've also incorporated the rose in my shows that I walk out with the rose. Ah, that's great. And at some point in time, I will give that rose to someone before I leave stage. So we are going to play the song right now, which is uh, to your mom. Uh, what was your mom's name? Mary Langford. Okay, so this is uh, the song uh, in memory of Mary Langford, who is still with us. And uh, it's called It Couldn't Have Been More Than Yesterday from Ms. Jazz. We'll be right back here on The Upper Room. And we're back. This is Joe Kelly and The Upper Room with Ms. Jazz. And her great CD is called Chances from uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. And she's an independent artist. And that is called It Couldn't Have Been More Than Yesterday. We talked a little bit uh, about some future projects and going in the studio and Carrie Smurf Jordan. By the way, how do you, how do you get the nickname Smurf? <laughs> he 
He used to play in a band um, a few years ago, and Carrie, Carrie is not short by any means. Carrie okay. is about six three and a half. But uh, the band uniforms at that time were blue, so they started nicknaming naming him the Tall Smurf. Ah, and <laughs> so it kind of stuck. So we now just call him Carrie Smurf Jordan. A lot of people call him Smurf. Right. Um, from back in his. Uh, 70 and 80s day bands, but uh, that's how he ended up with the name Smurfs, totally contradictory to his height. So, so uh, you've got a great collaborative partner there, and also your band is smoking. So, um, I wanted, without, you know, we know your band is, is solid and everything, and without slighting them, we'd, I'll, I'm going to throw a question to you, maybe a little unfair. If you had about uh, two weeks of free studio time, you can invite just about anybody down to be on a collaboration with Ms. Jazz. You have some folks in mind? Oh, yes. Um, I call it my dream band. Okay. Oh, um, so you have it. I have it in <laughs> my a... mind. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think, um, as far as saxophone, I think you've played a track from this person's CD, but his name is Alfonso Thomas. Oh, okay. Yep. I would love to have Al on horn. Um, carry on bass, definitely. A keyboardist would be Erwin Stuckey. I call him the doctor of the keyboards. Mm -hmm. um, he is on This Masquerade. He's also playing on um, My Funny Valentine, and it couldn't have been more than yesterday, as well as Imagination. Um, it's those His keyboards are on that CD. And then I would have Bobby um, Harrison on drums, and then um, a guy named um, Dave Rittenauer, on guitar. Um, in fact, that's my dream team that's playing for me on my gig the 29th of September. Oh, so your dream's coming true? My <laughs> dream's coming true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Al. Al's way down in Atlanta, and I'm not sure if he's going to make it up here. Right. But uh, the rest of the guys are here locally, oh, and uh, it's just a slamming group of guys. What goes into the preparation uh, with yourself and your band to, to get ready for a big show like that? Um, well, it starts with me. I select the uh, music that we're going to do that, that night or whatever, and then I send the music to the music director, which is Carrie. Uh, Carrie looks over the music, and um, he'll either um, agree to it or say, let's switch this out or let's do that. Carrie lines up the set because he lines up a set the way he lined up the CD. He feels it's important to grab the attention in the beginning um, get them grooving in the middle, and then end each set with a bang. Okay. So he organizes the sets for me. Then we, we schedule the rehearsals. I contact everyone. And actually, this group is, is, is really, really great. We may just do two rehearsals before we do a show um, because everyone tends to put a lot of time of their own time in it before we even get to rehearsal. So um, we put a little rehearsal time, and then in the meantime, in the background, I'm doing a lot of promotional work for the show, mm -hmm. sending out flyers, sending out postcards, making calls. I've got this awesome publicist, G. DeSalt, who is um, getting a lot of the information out there for me also. And um, so we do a lot of marketing for ourselves since we are independent. And, um, but uh, we put a lot of time and a lot of heart into the shows. Um, people tell me that when you come to one of the Miss Jazz's shows, um, I tend to open up my heart and let people into my, my private life and my shows. And when they go to see you, just bring a little extra money so uh, you can pick up the CD on the way out. or That, that, would, that would also be make, make it for the perfect experience. Definitely. Yeah. And um, do, you, do you buy a lot of music uh, yourself? 
these days? Yes, uh-huh. I do. I have a pretty large uh, CD collection here at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, probably um, my favorite artist that you would find a lot of, um, and I'm assuming you're wondering that, would be uh, Randy Crawford, uh, Nancy Wilson, Phyllis Hyman, um, and Anita Baker for my female vocalist. And then I love Phil Perry, um, um, male vocalist. And uh, and then you'll find this, this collection of a lot of funk and 70s dance music. Because right. uh, if you come to some of my live shows, we uh, depending on the show, we I do R&B as well. Mm-hmm. I perform R&B, um, a little blues. Motown and some '70s funk, so we can uh, pretty we can right. pretty much get down into a party thing if we have to. Hey, if you got carry on bass like that, I, I don't think you, <laughs> you, you you can't turn turn the eye away from the funk, right? Oh no, and Carrie's yeah. gained this new nickname um, because of his bass player. He's um, given been given the name of Hands. People oh, okay. love to watch him. He's a He'll go from thumping and strumming um, to, to to hitting that 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 bass. It's just he'll rock the house. He really does. And do you want to give out the date again for the upcoming show? September 29th um, at a club called Jazz in the Park Lounge um, here in Cincinnati. Uh, we'll be doing two-hour sets, two, two one-hour sets um, with an hour in between. And I have another local artist um, who will be doing a half-hour set to open us up. But uh, it should be a really nice night. And uh, the websites to find out more about Ms. Jazz, uh, you can go to cdbaby.com and at the search type in MS, uh, Ms. Jazz, J-A-Z-1-Z only, or demarentertainment.com, D-M-A-R entertainment.com. And you've got a lot of things in the musical vault with, with your band ready for the next album. That, that should be really outstanding. Yes. Yeah. And uh, look for the new Miss Jazz website in a couple weeks. That's Oh, yeah, that's right. MSJAZ.com. Dot com. And as, and as soon as it's ready, we'll announce it right here on the Upper Room. And if you just tuned in and saying, ah, oh, I just love this uh, interview or the music, uh, we'll be replaying it uh, just around the corner in its entirety along with uh, the music special with Miss Jazz. So you don't have to miss out. And you can also click on the link on the, the front of the page right here. It'll take you directly to Miss Jazz website and uh, I want to thank you Miss Jazz for stopping by and finally finally glad to have you on. Oh it's wonderful to be on and I wanted to thank you for uh, taking the time to play CD the CD and um, getting the music out there for people to hear and on behalf of all independent artists we'd like to thank you Joe Kelly. I love when a CD you play it straight through you know and uh, it takes you on a journey chances so uh, uh, we tell our listeners definitely uh, to go out and check out Miss Jazz. So I think we're going to go out uh, a little up-tempo here with You Take My Breath Away. And, and how did you compose this one? Actually, um, that song was written from the heart of someone who is actually looking at a woman and thinking, wow, she takes my breath away. So that, again, is a true song of chances and someone's heart. Okay. Thanks so much, Miss Jazz. And this is You Take My Breath Away. <laughs> 